What's brewing ATX? Welcome back to another episode. I'm Ian Grossman. I'm actually riding solo on this one. Jonathan Gregor, both on separate ski trips out in Colorado. We did not get the invite, Brooke. Hello, hello. I'm joining in today. Brooke's joining us. Uh, the show must go on without the two lovely uh, co-hosts that I have. Exciting episode ahead. Uh, we've got Brooke Wapsh from Swoovy. She's the creator and co-founder of Swoovy. Thank you for coming in, Brooke. Of course. Thanks for having me. Swoovy is a dating app that focuses on getting people together to volunteer. So if you're single and ready to mingle, you've got a heart for giving back, you're in the right place. Brooke's also going to share what her journey looked like from for starting this new business venture, what it took to get it off the ground. Um, so stay tuned to hear Brooke's story and how she came up with the app that could very well lead you to your future husband or wife. As a reminder, this is your one-stop shop for all things ATX, from tips on the food and beverage scene, to developments in the real estate world, to interviews with local small businesses and those making big impact in our community. And of course, we feature a local beer, wine, or spirit each week, so you can get your little taste of what Austin has to offer. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you tune into your podcasts. Hit us with that five-star rating, and be sure be sure to stick around for the weekly brew at the end of the episode. Brooke's going to share a little bit about an Austin-based company that will make your online dating profile stand out amongst the masses. Yeah, so we'll get into Swoovy, of course, but another new company worth mentioning um, is this new group called Perfect Profile. It's oh, wait. The weekly brews at the end. They oh. got to stay tuned for it. Stay tuned for the stay weekly Stay tuned. Brew. We're just jumping right in. We're, ju- we're going to jump in. Yeah, you, you got a little uh, little quick there, but we'll hit the weekly brew at the end. We don't have Greg to give his like weekly brew intro, but you'll know when it's time. Nice. It's coming soon. Um, first, we have to... We have to introduce what we're drinking today. So we always ask our guests what they want to drink when they come in, because some have preferences, some don't drink alcohol, so we need to know for, you know, got to bring coffee or something else. Brooke said vodka. I said Tito's. You said specifically Tito's specifically. vodka. So what did we do for you? There's Tito's here. We delivered some Tito's, so quick... uh Quick little rundown on Tito's. Tito Beveraged. Did you know that that was his Tito's last name? It's It was meant to be. It was meant to be. He was raised in San Antonio, um, went to college at Vanderbilt, then UT. He got into oil and gas late 80s, early 90s, and then had a stint in the mortgage, mortgage industry. As rates rose through the roof, he started making flavored vodka for his friends and family. People actually knew him as the vodka guy. He didn't want to be known as a vodka guy. He wanted to be the mortgage guy, but he was making vodka for everybody and uh, was trying to make the perfect vodka. He racked up $88,000 credit card debt, over 19 credit cards. took him about eight years, but he created this delicious tasting vodka that we're drinking today without a flavored chaser. We just got some Richard's Rainwater, which is another local brand that we had on the podcast. And a little lime, and now we got this perfect cocktail. Take some dedication. I bet he had to drink a lot of vodka along the way. He drank a lot, but he, I don't know, he he got it right, I would say, because I love this stuff. So cheers. Cheers. And it's Friday. It's 
pretty much happy hour right now. Somewhere. Somewhere it's always Here. happy hour. So Brooke. Yes. Again, thank you for coming on. Um, Brooke started this incredible app called Swoovy. It, when I read about this, it caught my eye because um, I've mentioned on the podcast before, I started a local nonprofit in Austin that has to do with volunteering and giving back. So we were excited to hear about Swoovy and what it's all about. But first hit us with a little bit of your backstory and who is Brooke? So my story, I am an Austin native, born and raised. I hear I'm a unicorn these yes, days. Yes, you are. Yes. Um, but career-wise, I started out in advertising. So I worked on a lot of big brands like Coors and Clorox out in San Francisco. I worked on about 18 brands under Clorox. They own quite a lot. Okay. So Armor All, Brita, Fresh Step, Glad all their home products. And what I found during my marketing career is what I love is the psychology behind what motivates people to take action. And even though they say they want to do something, how do you get them to do that thing that they want to? Mm -hmm. And where are their unmet needs? And how do you marry the two together? And that really led into my passion for developing Swoovy. So um, you're in marketing. What did those how long were you in the industry? What did your job look like? Was it something where you worked from home? Were you able to, was it like a nine to five type grind? What did that look like? Well, um, it depends on your personality. I don't know if I ever was a nine to fiber. Okay. So we won't go into my hours, <laughs> but I started out in a very traditional setting, um, a worldwide prestigious ad agency and went to the office every day. I came back from San Francisco to Austin end of 2007. Okay. So in total, I've been doing marketing for over 15 years. Wow. And when I came back to Austin, I stumbled across a startup company here, an early stage company. They were about 75 people called Bankview. And their mission was to help community banks and credit unions compete against the big guys. And it was this amazing David and Goliath story that I really got behind. It was completely out of my comfort level because it was a software company Okay. and I was a marketer. But what they were looking for is for a marketer to come in place and figure out how can we use marketing and a consumer brand to really help the community banks compete in a big way. And this was around the time where Electric ING Orange was present, um, Keep the Change, Way to Save, so people were starting to shift to searching for financial products. Gotcha. So during that time period, I really discovered my entrepreneurial side of things, transitioning from more the traditional to startup mode, having no budgets, having no team, um, and really focusing in on how we could make a big difference and a big impact with a small amount of resources. Yeah. And I was able to do market research, consumer research, develop a, a national brand, well, a consumer brand at that point called Casasa. Some people locally may have heard of it. And launched that in its first 11 markets and expand it nationwide. Okay. And during that process, once the company became larger, there are almost 600 people now. I decided I needed to get back to my roots. And I really, really love the vigor around being in that early stage 
and seeing the direct impact of the things that I was doing. Yeah. So I consulted for about six years here in Austin. Um, some startup companies, some... Was that kind of on your own? You were just... Yeah, okay. yeah. Everything from sports, you know, sports media to more software to uh, consumer packaged goods. And then in conversation with friends, discussed what wasn't called Swoovy at, at that point. It was just an idea. But I became really, really obsessed with marrying this online dating world with a better way for people to have more meaningful experiences and interactions and at the same time delivering volunteers for nonprofits who are out there saying every day, we need more volunteers. We need more volunteers. Totally. So we're going to get into that, that part. We're going to get deep into, into what Swoovy is and and what that model looks like. Um, So it's 2020 now. When did the the idea for Swoovy start? In 2018. Okay. And I did about 11 months of research and development before I launched. And for someone listening who's, you know, thinking about how to start a, a, a business or an app or or just to to branch out from what they're already doing and they know that they're good at, what is that like? What is the research? look like for you? Like, where do you, where, what's your starting point there? Well, a starting point is get out of your own head. Yeah. So you might think you have a really good idea. Start sharing it and see if other people think it's a good idea. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. In your head, you paint yeah. this beautiful picture. Yeah. So what was the reaction when, who are you telling just friends and. Well, yeah, friends. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of single friends and family, and they immediately had a, an extremely positive reaction and almost a breath of fresh air around this idea because, you know, we're at a point where people are swearing off dating apps. Yep. They've used them for a long time. Frustration has hit in. And now it's like, I'm done. I'm off of them, kind of like social media, but yeah. I'm done. And so I would tell them, and at first ask about their experience with dating apps. They said, oh, "I'm not using them anymore. I'm so frustrated." I'd tell them about this idea, and they'd say, "Hmm, I think I might try this out." So it was because it's re- different. Yeah, it was reversing that thought, giving them that optimistic hope, which is what I would like to create in a brand ultimately. And then I created a just cold call list of nonprofits here in Austin, some nationally recognized brands, some mm-hmm. very local, and I just started calling them. You know, I wanted to figure out, would they want to be associated with a dating app? There are some negative responses to, you know, the way that they're being used today. Yeah. And, um, you know, one after another, I had a 100% opt-in rate from those phone calls. And in my whole marketing career, that was rare. That's a great And conversion. that was exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure anyone in, in any type of sales or marketing would love that. Yeah. That yeah. type of response. So they started asking, when are you going to launch this thing? We want to be on it right away. I mean, the the issues that they're experiencing is, you know, 90% of people say they want to volunteer, but then life happens mm-hmm. and only a quarter of those people actually show up. Yeah. So they've, you know, really been trying to explore how do we get new people in the door? How do we get people to come back? And been challenged with tapping into a mainstream audience, and they saw Swoovy as this perfect avenue to do so. Yeah, I mean, it really is a pain point for nonprofits. Yeah. So when you're reaching out and, and giving them maybe an attempt to a to a solution, they're all ears. Yeah, 
and they're totally on board. So you get a good, a good, um, reception, or I guess you get good feedback from these nonprofits. Yeah. Um, you're starting to realize you have something. Got an idea. So then what? So that's the idea. So then you need to explore, well, what's the actual product? How do people use current products today? What would they like to see in the future? And how do I integrate this new experience and new idea to that? And, you know, we did a lot of focus groups. We did a lot of surveys. We engaged a UX designer. All local? Or was this pretty much like ask whoever anywhere and then it's probably going to be consistent with what's what people are looking for here yeah some of the surveying we did was you know it wasn't geographically restricted yeah. the focus groups we did here in austin the feet on the street conversations we did in austin okay the team we engaged was in austin as well awesome yeah okay and you at the time so i've been with my wife since i'm 19 years old yep so i was never part of the the dating app world which Thankfully. I skipped over it as well. You skipped over it. I'm on all of them now though. And I'm married. You're you're doing it but as I'm market hit, research. I'm hidden. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's market research. So you're you're not single when you're coming up with this idea. So where does the where does the passion to really like make this right come from? Well, and if you think about it, you know, back to a brand I worked on, Armorall. Mm-hmm. I'm not the target market for Armorall. So being able to identify a need of other people doesn't, if you're the creator and the visionary and the executor of that, you don't have to be the end user. Yeah. But what I was hearing from people, people I was surrounded by that were single, was what they wanted and what they weren't getting from today. Okay. So, wow. I mean, it's... When I was thinking about it earlier, I was like, is it kind of like me creating a vegan restaurant? Like you could. Being a meat lover. You and- just got to research it. Put, your, put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Not create it for yourself. Create it for the people who are going to. For other people. Consume. Yeah. That's ultimately what it, what it comes down to. Like the passion right. doesn't have to be about specifically about the product, but it's, it's what you're being able to provide and the value to other people that are going to eat. Right. eventually use the product. And I just saw, you know, an opportunity to bring together pretty, you know, two unrelated markets mm-hmm. that each really had the supply for the other's demand, right? They're both looking for good people at the yeah. end of the day. You have nonprofits that need good people, and then you've got the online daters who want to meet other good people and do something with them. Yep. So it was just this very complimentary thing to bring together. Okay, so so it took you about a year to get it off the ground? Yeah, I mean, we developed clickable prototypes to just see is this kind of in the right direction. We had to do some early fundraising, yeah. friends and family. Um, we developed the product. For a dating app, you've got to get early users, right? We couldn't launch it with two people. That would be awkward. Yeah, so didn't you once tell me that you had like 500 users or 500 people signed up or something before you even launched it? Yeah. So just telling them the idea and having a page that they could sign up and get notified when it launched. And we said, when we're hit, when we hit 500, we're launching. 
And 500 was still too little. I mean, it's a good sample size, but it's not, it's not a ton of people. But the users that we had and that have, you know, followed us since then really believe in this idea as well. And they want to see it succeed yeah. and they love it. And they said, I want to be in early and I'm patient and we'll watch the community grow. But this is the way that I want to meet somebody. I'd rather have quality people than the quantity of swipes that I'm getting elsewhere. Swipes and awkward coffee dates or I don't know, do people go on coffee dates? Is that, is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, some of the complaints about the other experiences are that you spend two weeks talking to somebody online only to go to that same awkward interview style coffee shop date or a bar date yeah. to find out within 30 seconds that they were mm. not the right one for you. Either their mannerisms, their voice, there's lots of things that can't come through from a profile photo or a couple of profile photos. So that's why, you know, we felt very passionate from the beginning. You got to get in person, Yeah. you know, meet through shared interests, but go in person. And, you know, the other thing with dating apps is like, okay, well, we want to meet in person. What do we do? It's hard to come up with new date ideas. Yep. Everybody's done the same thing a million times. You don't want to spend a bunch of money. You don't want to spend a bunch of money, especially when it's someone that, like you said, in 30 seconds, you might be over it. Right. You know? And then you hear these horror stories of people skipping out on the check. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I've not heard those. So unfortunately, through all of the research we've done, I've heard more stories than I would like to have heard about some wow. of the experiences people are having. Yeah. I mean, I have friends that that went through the whole online dating thing, and some of them did. So Jonathan, one of the co-hosts of, of the podcast, met his girlfriend on, I don't know if it was, I think it was Hinge, yeah. but one of the dating apps I don't know how long he was on apps, you know, doing whatever he was doing, but yeah. um, he's been with Alex for a long time. They're out in Colorado right yeah, now. Yeah, there's a lot of success stories. Yeah, there are. Um, so let's dive a little bit into what Swoovy looks like from the user experience Yeah, and kind of take us through who might download it and then what, what it looks like from there. Right. So... The people who are using Swoovy are more serious in finding a real relationship. And in fact, when we were getting feedback from people, um, some of the users said, I'm not going to get rid of my Tinder app. That's pure entertainment for me. And uh, we love it. I love sitting around with my girlfriends, swiping through, kind of they're almost poking fun at the way that some of these people are presenting themselves because yep. it's become a, a little bit ridiculous. But it's it has a place in their life. And on average, people are using two to three apps at a time. Hmm. So what we see, though, is the way people use Swoovy and the, the type of people that are coming to Swoovy are more serious about finding somebody that's like-minded, who cares about an opportunity to really get to know somebody and also do that in a setting that's giving back. Um, when you use the app, you know, we've, we've kept a lot of features that people like about current dating apps. So every day you get potential matches that okay. show up for you based off of your preferences. But what we also do is highlight new up-and-coming volunteering events that you can flag your interest on the events as well as just people. And what happens when you flag that you're interested in an event 
in our event calendar within the app, you will show up to other people as being interested in that event. Okay. Other people who are of the gender that you're interested in and age range. So essentially you're not just swiping people, you're swiping events, things that you would be interested in doing regardless. Right. Right. And you can also at any point log in and just scroll through our calendar of events and look at what's coming up. Oh, I'm free on Friday. Let's see. These six people are also interested in this event. You can invite, you can look at a profile from the event page, a person's profile. Okay. And invite them to it as a date. As a date. Hey, you're interested in this event. I am too. You look like a nice person. Why don't we go walk a dog together? So you can do that or... If you see someone's interested, it's possible that they're they're actually going to show up, and you could just show up, and it maybe takes like the awkwardness of of asking them on the date, but you kind of or how does that work? Well, just saying you're interested in the event does not necessarily mean that you're going. So the people who show that they're interested, it doesn't mean that they're booked for the event. We really promote actually taking the step to invite someone to go together. I know it's hard today asking someone on a date. Um. But then, again, it's really just driving people together that are more serious. Okay. So give us an example of of maybe an event, a, a volunteer project that someone would do and what that might look like. Yeah, so we try to vary all of the nonprofit opportunities to be indoor, outdoor, animal-related, hunger-related, just various things okay. that would be attractive to people. We have events every single day of the week multiple events that you can choose from um you can go walk a dog at or play with a dog in the yard at austin animal center Mm -hmm. we have a few events at central texas food bank they've got warehouse nights which are super fun you go and there's there's anywhere between 50 to 70 people there not swoovy people there but just it's an open group of people who come and they play music you're ringing a bell the energy there is just amazing it's awesome um, and on site at Central Texas Food Bank, it's a beautiful facility if, if um, you haven't been there. But they also do gardening. So one of our dates is you can go garden together or you can work in their commercial kitchen, which is also a state-of-the-art thing. So, you know, instead of cooking dinner, doing a dinner date night at someone's house when you're first getting to know them, why not go use some awesome tools and be wow. in an awesome kitchen and, and cook food for people who are hungry? That's and I love that because you're you're taking someone something that people might already do, but now you're putting a twist on it, an interesting twist, and adding the dating element into it and giving back. Yeah, it's just like the whole you know bringing everything together is. Yeah, I mean that's what you guys are are ultimately all about. Yep. Um. So look, it sounds like whatever you're interested in from a volunteer perspective, there's something for you in Swoovy. Yeah, and a lot of people might not have a specific interest for volunteering. Yeah. They may have been open to it at one point in their life, but never done the research to figure out what volunteering opportunities are out there. Yeah. I don't know if I really care solely for park cleanup, you know, but they want to give back and they just don't know how. So we make it super easy to find ways to just do good things with your time, whether or not you were affiliated with a nonprofit or had a strong interest in one area to begin with. And that's what we see with, with community bucket. We, it's similar to where we'll try to find different projects because, um, in Austin, you know, being outside, 
you can only do it certain times of the year. Like you don't want to be doing right. a park cleanup in July or August when yeah, it's, it's 110 brutal. degrees, you know. But so that's why we try to figure out what are some different types of projects. And then, yeah, people come and it's not necessarily they're super passionate about the park cleanup or yeah. the the Central Texas Food Bank. But what they are passionate about is taking time to give back. Yeah. And then surrounding themselves by other people that are doing it as well. Yeah. And once someone volunteers somewhere one time, they're more likely to go back. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like you went the first time. Now you know where to go, you know where to park, you know how to sign up. And so that's great for the nonprofits. We're introducing them to new people. It's almost like a matchmaker for them as well. Totally. What are some of the struggles that you've seen, like, or maybe some feedback that you've gotten from people that have gone on the dates, maybe that have have taken the leap from Tinder or Bumble to Swoovy? What does that look like for you guys? We've actually had some pretty good feedback from people who are going on the dates. Um, One thing that's really interesting is, you know, it's not always a love connection. And we had one couple go on a date and they said, "Eh, not a love connection, but you know what? This person's my new best friend. Yeah. And they still hang out. So that was pretty cool. A lot of other dates, I think, that result from a dating app, people are so intentional about this is going to work or not. And they leave saying, "Eh, not a fit. But they didn't develop any sort of friendship either where this kind of caters to that. Exactly. So so people that are, what would you say to someone that is interested in one of the, or has kind of like lived by some of the other apps and just isn't finding, they're expecting this like magical love story, but they haven't found it. Like, what would you say to them to, to come over to and give Swoovy a try? Well, um... If they haven't found a a match on another app, they've probably had one of the similar frustration points of just they're not meeting the right people and the people are not giving them the, you know, the right time and energy to really explore who they are, or it's a very shallow interaction that they're having. Mm -hmm. So I think when we share just what Swoovy is and how it's set up, that's attractive enough for someone who's really wanting to meet someone to come over. To just... Come try it. One of the challenges we have seen with the app, though, is that people are shy. Yeah. They're nervous to send a date invite. I would imagine. I mean, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. So think about what it was like to ask a date, ask someone out on a date, like over the phone. I remember in oh, middle yeah. school, like calling a girl and being like, will you go out with me? And then you, know, like, you, know, you hang up or. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what to do after that, you know? Well, it's funny. There's um, a movie that came out called The Dating Project. It's a documentary, and I think it came out in 2017 or 18. It's really interesting, though, because it was a college professor, and she asked her class of probably 300 people, you know, how many people, how many of you have asked someone on a date? And I think one person raised their hand, raised their hand. like legitimately asked somebody on a date. So they did this thing called the dating project where she tasked her students in the next physically week. Yes. Choose somebody that you're interested in and you have to in person or call them or write them a note or whatever, really invite them on a date. And the interviews that they did with the students during this whole process was really interesting. And it also kind of made me even more passionate to shift kind of the dating scene back to the way people used to develop relationships 
which is you should feel that nervousness. Yeah. You know, you should, it, it leads to excitement. It also leads to satisfaction when there's a little bit of anxiousness that goes into it. Yeah. It's, it's different than just sending, you know, five girls a message on Instagram or on the dating app that says like, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Right. That's not asking somebody out. So, so when you come to an event, this is a question that I was wondering and I was talking to my brother about, and he asked the same thing. Um, So I would imagine you get this question a lot. The volunteer projects, they're not put on by Swoovy. So you're not going to be like on a big group date with a bunch of people. Right. There's not eight people from Swoovy who matched up and went there. And maybe by the end of it, you decided you're interested in somebody else. else. (laughs) Gets a little weird there. Right. It's their volunteer opportunities at the nonprofit already has in place that are open to the public. Okay. And so if that's your date, you're just going just like you would go to a restaurant. You'll be surrounded by other people from Austin who got there, however they got there. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing to see. Like if I was dating someone, I would want to see how they interact around other people that they don't know. Yeah. Because that could be a great signal into like, what are they going to be like around my friends or family, you know, just in any social setting. Yeah. And I will say, you know, we have more females on the app than men right now it's about 60 65 percent female wow which is very telling because in today's world we're seeing that the female population is wanting to push the men to show up for something better and that's what they love about swoovy is you know this inherently is going to weed out some of the people that are not so serious not so genuine and i want someone to show up who is, you know, caring about other people around them or actually wanting to spend time with me to get to know me. For sure. So if you're a male out there I mean, looking for where the females are, the they numbers, are on Swoovy. The numbers don't get much better than that. Yes, this is what they want, is to see you show up and be willing to do something good. You're a small fish in a, a, sm- you're a, small fish in a big sea of women. Yeah. Go meet them. Yes. Go out and volunteer. So, and um, we are also inclusive of, you know, LGBTQ. Um, we are trying to grow those communities even more. It's just, you know, we're new and we're still getting the word out there. So it takes ambassadors and raving fans of what we're doing to share with each other. Totally. Do you know the book Raving Fans? Yes. If you're listening right now and you have not read that book and you do, you're in any type of, if you run a business or sales, whatever, read that book easy read and it's like that's what you want ultimately yeah you want people talking about what your brand is right and that's you know that's a lot of the growth that we've seen so far so we're still going back to that whole startup story you know people like what we're doing but then you have to get real money so I've been on the fundraising route for you know this past year really trying to get true angel investment dollars into Swoovy so we can market within the community i mean this is really organic and word of mouth growth that we've seen and we have thousands of users and it's because the nonprofits are sharing with people it's because we have those you know people in the community who want to tell their single friend here's a better way yeah than what you're doing they see their friends struggling and they're like check this out yeah so that's been really neat to see is that this is something that austin and the community has really supported that's awesome. our growth before we've even really had true investment. 
that's that's great. And we're going to get into it in a second about kind of your involvement in the in the city and what you're doing to support um, the community as well. But you said you're raising money right now or working on getting some investment. So what does what's the big picture for Swoovy? You know, what are you looking at five years down the road? Um, big picture for Swoovy is big growth in Austin, but also preparing to expand into other cities. Um, I'm not going to share the cities that are on our next bucket list just because I'm going to keep those private for now. Um, But we've had demand from other cities who someone saw us in the media, sent an article to their friend. Their friend felt so passionate about bringing this to their city. They've called me and said, "That's great. I will help lead this thing. When is it coming? And we have 500 people in our app right now outside of Austin that are waiting for it to be notified within their city who've stayed on the app, just hoping it's going to launch soon. Yeah. Um, but with the investment, yeah, we plan to scale. Um, this is something that we've, we've got plans on how we can do it nationwide very easily. Yeah. But we, um, you know, we're also going to be working on some, some different product releases of different features and functionality. And well, what I've learned also is working with the non working with people in the nonprofit world. Um, oftentimes, like to be quite honest, like communication is tough. Like it's not, you know, in, in my job in real estate, it's like you get an email and you're expected to email back within, you know, five minutes, quick responses. I, in reaching out to a lot of the local nonprofits, sometimes see it takes three days, five days, oh, a yeah. week, two weeks to hear something back. So like, for you guys, you're always trying to stay ahead of the events and, and the volunteer projects and all that, all that's going on. So doing that in a city, in one city alone is hard enough. So I'd imagine that's part of the, you know, building it out in other cities is that's a, that's a huge piece is just staying on top of events for people to go to. Yeah. And we've got some ways from a technology standpoint to automate that. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, you and I spoke about, um, you know, I've told you about Community Bucket. And one yes. of the first things you said is we do a lot of events in the community. We like to showcase the nonprofits, the local nonprofits here. Yeah. Um, give us an idea about, so it's right now we're a, a week from Valentine's Day. Depending on when you're listening to this, you know, you could be listening to it in 2021, whatever. But we've got a lot of stuff going on in Austin. Tell us about your involvement as far as events and what you guys do, maybe what you have coming up, but also what you can expect on an annual basis from from Swoovy in the community. Yeah, so w- within the app, obviously, you can, you can see volunteer opportunities that are daily. Um, if you follow our Facebook page, that's where we, and Instagram, that's where we post community, like social events where we also drive a lot of awareness around the nonprofit partners we have. Okay. So, you know, one of our big goals of what we're doing is to get the nonprofits that awareness, but also we just want people to connect through community. Um, and part of that is fun and social. And as we're getting the word out about Swoovy, we've been throwing some parties. Yeah. And you don't and have to be single to come. No, no. Wingmen are invited. Nice. Yes, it's commu- it's open to everyone, which is why, you know, we wanted to partner with Community Bucket on an upcoming one, which I'll mention, but 
Um, you know, just celebrating people connecting through the community. If you're single, that's great. Meet some nonprofits, meet some other single people. If you're not, find out other groups that you can go volunteer or go volunteer by yourself. Yes. So you always look at these events to get nonprofits out so that people can, yeah, whether you're single or whether you, you know, if you come there and you're, you don't really know anybody, yeah, you're too shy to, to talk to anybody, go around and learn about the nonprofits around and see how you can get involved. Yeah, we did a Friendsgiving in around the Thanksgiving time period, which was really fun. Um, a lot of people came. We had a few hundred people come, and they could get to know each other while visiting each one of our nonprofit partners who had sample volunteer activities to do. So, for example, for Emancipate, you could you know, sit at a table with some people and put together little fleece blankets for cat and mm-hmm. dogs. For Meals on Wheels, you could decorate a placemat that was going to get delivered during the Thanksgiving time period to seniors. Awesome. So there were some cool things. And frankly, people just want like busy stuff to do because dating's awkward and introducing yourself is awkward. Yeah. And there's a lot of introverts out there as well. But giving them a starting point and an icebreaker of something to do and a reason to sit by something, yep. someone is huge. Yeah. We, um, we did a, a donation based workout in December. So everyone worked out and it was in, in partnership. It was at true fusion gym. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome gym in South Austin. And they're, they do a lot in the community as well. And it was with operation blue Santa. And we were like, well, we have this donation-based workout, but what's like some little activity that we can do yeah. to give people something afterward to kind of still stick around? Right. So we got, we had little cards, holiday cards made. Yeah. We put a pack of markers and colored pencils. I, it was like there were, there were children out there. Oh, These yeah, are grown adults all huddled around this table, yeah. coloring like in fine detail and writing notes. It was incredible. And like, people just love that stuff. And yeah, it's an easy icebreaker to sit there and, and just talk, Yeah, you know? Well, we have one event um, coming up on the 13th that is at the Amelie East Side, and it's just that fun happy hour. We're doing trivia, but also we'll be having card material there for people to write cards for Dell's, uh, Dell Children's awesome. Hospital. Um, and, you know, with Valentine's Day coming up, Gosh, that's always a hard one for single people. It's like, oh, Valentine's Day, either you're going to do girls' night out or something. But everybody knows it's just that holiday that, you know, single people don't necessarily look forward to. Yeah. But our big theme is that, you know, love is more than just a day. So that's really Swoovy's February celebration and, and mantra. So we tried not to do something on Valentine's Day, but throughout the month. So we have the Amley social going on. We do have a number of volunteer activities for Valentine's Day within the app. If you're looking for a date, there are people within our calendar who say, I want a Valentine's Day date. So there was no excuses to not have a date on Valentine's Day. You can look at our app, and there are plenty of people who said that they would like even a first date on Valentine's Day. Um, But then we, you know, we're doing a... Partnering with Community Bucket on the 29th. This is a real fun one. So it's Leap Day this year. We have one extra day That's this That's special. Year. That is very special. An extra day for love, to fall in love in or within Austin. So we're doing a, a Leap Day social. And the best part is that you don't have to get a, an aniv- a dating anniversary gift every single year. 
Oh. You only have to do it every four years. Yeah. Yes. You meet on the 29th. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of like a guy perspective, just uh Yeah, hopefully <laughs> my wife didn't hear lazy. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's going to be at Ellis. It's a really cool bar um, off of Congress and 2nd Street, and they've got the fairgrounds down there as well. It's It's a hidden gem, and we're going to have live music. It's from 3 to 6 p.m. It's free to attend. And if you have the Swoovy app and have a profile, drink is on us. Oh, wow. Yeah, just offering that out there. So they, they can have it already or download it there? Or download it there. Yeah. Okay. It takes a couple of minutes to set up your profile. Nice. We've got um, someone who does astrology readings. And Go. if you want to really know what's in your stars on late day for this upcoming year, that'll be really exciting. And then a bunch of our nonprofits out there as well, you know, so just very informative, but it's, okay. it's all about just casual, come out, have fun, listen to music, celebrate Austin and our community. Build, building community. Yes. That's what it's all about. Yes. Awesome. All righty. I've got a couple, not personal, personal questions, but maybe questions that might tell us a little bit about your taste. Hmm, okay. Okay. So say we were to go on a swoovy date, not we, but say someone was to go on a swoovy date and, you know, went well. And they said, let's go on a second date. Yeah, let's continue this. Let's continue this. And they wanted to go to dinner somewhere. Where would you recommend? What's your favorite date spot in Austin? Well, you're getting a real specific dinner date spot. So... Austin has so many amazing restaurants now. That's part of why I love this city. But. You, yeah. Going to the same one twice is like sacrilegious here. But. I know. When you find a good one, it's like hard to not go back there. Right. Right. So what do you think? Um, well, you know, sushi is always the top of the list for people. Fun date night. Again, maybe it's because you're doing stuff with your hands or you can sit at the sushi bar. Yeah. But there's. um. Musashino is one of my favorites. There's also one off of North, I think, Burnett, Ichiban, where you can actually sit like at those the Japanese tables kind of below the ground. Oh, okay. Real yeah. authentic. Real authentic. It's a sushi. You're a sushi girl. I am. Okay. Now tell us, what if someone were to ask you, like if you had someone true visiting? True foods. I also love true foods. True foods, it's a good go-to. That's a good Healthy. one. Healthy. Yeah, you don't feel guilty afterward, and yeah. they have really delicious food. Food the and the environment's juices. got lots of energy. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't drink or don't want to, like there's concoctions for everybody. Oh yeah, mocktails. Yeah. Okay. Give us a quick rundown of your. I know you. When I said dinner date, you were like, "That's pretty specific." What would a perfect day from wake up to go to sleep look like for you in Austin? As a date. No. Oh, a perfect day. Perfect day for Brooke. Perfect day for me. Yeah, like you have someone visiting or or you and your husband want to like, let's make the perfect day here. Yeah. Well, on a nice day, so we'll say it's sunny, good weather, no wind. I really perfect. hate wind. Yeah. But that happens a lot. That's why I live here. Um, I love Town Lake is amazing. So walking Town Lake. Oh, yeah. So much fun people watching. If you've got a dog, bring a dog. You know the Texas Rangers guy? The 
Oh, who's always in like long sleeves and full gear. Full Texas Rangers gear. Even in July. It's crazy. Every, every time he's out Speed there. Speed walking. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly who yeah. you're talking about. Does he ever change or? Yeah. And there's um, there's also or hiking elsewhere. So there is a new, not probably not new app, a new app that I discovered called All Trails. Super cool. Oh, nice. You can put in any yeah, zip code. And it shows you all kinds of trails in Austin that you can find. And then it's got information on the trail. Is it easy, moderate, hard, dog friendly? Love it. So I'm, I, you know, grew up here, but I feel like I'm still exploring the city. So I refer to that app to just put myself in new places that you don't always know exist. Okay. Um, and then, you know, South Congress is really fun to just go walk around. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm a big person on being outside. So they've got lots of restaurants there that are patio Perlas. friendly. Perla's is great. They've Home got slice. fantastic steak and eggs. Home Slice. Um, and live music. There's, you know, often live music. So that's really a hub that you can go walk around. Totally. And find anything. But if it's a rainy day, I do like Alamo Draft House a lot. Okay. Um, they're really fun. Good movie spot. Good movie spot. There's also Culinary Dropout's a cool place to go. That's got some games happening. That's up at the domain. Yeah. And then uh, Social. What is it? Punchbowl Social. Punchbowl Social. They've got a new one downtown and one up in the domain. Again, kind of has a variety of things to choose from depending on what you want to do, who's joining you. So you're spending your day outdoors amongst the Austin nature and eating good food. eating. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love it. And then if I could ever get a nap in, a nap would be part of my perfect day. But that's I normally, nap. normally kind of recharge uh, for the night. Yeah. So Greg always likes to ask our guests if they have a hidden talent, which I'm sure you, I'm sure you do have. Would I be wrong? I'm not um, like some hidden musician or a vocalist, although I did. I was selected when I was in middle school to sing the national anthem at a circus. Okay. Which was fun. That's tough. But it's not a career for me. Did you remember all the words? I did. But it's really hard to hear yourself in a stadium. Oh, I'm sure. And it's, it, it, I mean, it's, I watch people on TV do it now and I'm like, that is, that's hard. Yeah. Um, I'm an extremely fast typer. Okay. But also. Yeah, when I'm on the phone, when I've spoken to you on the phone, I hear you clicking. Uh, yeah, I often have the phone too close to the keyboard, just trying to multitask. But I am freakish, freakishly good at parallel parking. Really? Even without a video. Without a camera? Without a, a camera. camera, yeah. Like, you can get pretty close. You can. You drive, are you the kind of person that drives I can do it in by? one swoop. Whoop, whoop. One swoop. Yep, and I'm in. You're just like, whoops. Yeah, even if it's a very tight spot. So that like gets you excited when you're driving. You're like, it's a challenge. Yeah. Well, my roommate in college used to, I I probably ruined it for her moving forward because she would get out of the car if she's driving, just have me swap spots with her and And parallel park. Wow. But I'll go to different cities. I get rental cars. I can parallel park any car. You've done in New York City. I have not. I haven't spent a lot of time in New York. I've mainly been through quickly and not driving. Okay. Driving there is a different animal. Um, but San Francisco, I lived out there. Did the cars have the bumpers on them? Like in New York, a lot of people put 
like a little, bumpers? they put like a piece of rubber over their bumper. Oh my gosh. Because parallel parking there is so tight that you're, it's inevitable yeah. that you're going to kind of, you know, give a little love tap. Yeah. Uh, not that I noticed. No, I do not believe so. Okay. Alrighty. Well, any final parting words about Swoovy? Anything we need to know that we haven't yet covered that you want uh, those future daters out there? I probably should have mentioned it's free. Oh, that's actually a great, yeah. Yeah. So free for everybody. Um, And if you have not tried it, download it. You can download it on the iTunes store. You spell Swoovy for us? Yes, it's S W O O V Y. Swoovy. Swoovy. Like groovy. Swell and groovy. Yeah. So definitely try it out. If you're not single and you have a friend who is, you know, I'm sure you're always looking for new advice to give them or tired of the stories you're hearing. So share Swoovy. Can you, can someone show up to the volunteer event like as a wink? Like if I had a single friend and he matched with a girl and they went on a date, like could I show up too just as like, you know, as a wingman? That's weird, but he could invite you outside of the app. Well, yeah, no, I, it's I don't all think... public information of where these events are happening. So if you booked <laughs> so a date and then you up. wanted a wingman for your date, you could bring one. Your date, your meeting may not go on another date with you. Yeah. See, I told you I've been out of the game <laughs> for a long time. I don't know what. So when you were dating, you would bring a friend when you were going no, on I mean, a one-on-one date. Did we? I, I was in college, so we didn't really like date. It was like see you at a party. You know, I don't know. At some point, I hope you asked your wife on a date. We did go on a date. We did go on a date to North. Yeah. They have one in uh, in Tucson. North's a good spot. Good date spot. All righty, Brooke. Greg is usually our weekly brew man. He gives a a good little intro. I'll try my best, but it's now time for you to introduce this week's weekly brew. 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 I know you've been waiting. You've been anxious since we started this. Tell us what we got. So, highlighted today, given our topic of online dating, there's a new company that's just launched in Austin, and their goal is to glam up your online dating persona. The company is called Perfect Profile. Their website is Your Perfect Profile, and they help single people try to represent themselves in the truest form online in your profile, which is really difficult to do. Yeah. And if anybody wants some personal tips of what not to do, I'm happy to provide those. Get up for um, And they found that, you know, people are busy. And so sometimes you neglect your dating profile, you know, and uh, people are, I hate saying judging you off of that, but that's your first foot forward in these introductions if you're choosing to use technology. Well, we have so many profiles, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Oh, it's horrible. So then putting together a a dating profile must be And they all have to be relevant to that channel. LinkedIn, professional side. Yep. There's all these funny, have you seen all the funny social posts that are going out there that are like my Tinder versus, yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's really funny. I was going to do that, but I was like, I was never on Tinder. And I don't know if I have any pictures that would be fitting for Tinder. I'm sure I do somewhere. Most most people uh, post creepo. (laughs) Yeah, the creepy one. Yeah, I don't. Just grow some weird mustache. 
a good idea. Take a picture of my you wife would like that. Actually, days. yeah, I could probably find some weird pictures of myself in your underwear. Yeah, <laughs> we won't go there. Anyway, so Perfect Profile offers the following services: hair and makeup consultation, dating advice, wardrobe and styling consultations, photography sessions, and cre- even creating up to three profiles for you on dating platforms. So if you really do not want to engage in this and you are really serious about making sure that you've got that perfect profile for the best chance, but it's got to be real. That's the thing. They're not, they're not doing glamour shots for you. Exactly. They want your real self to your come through. That's my biggest tip is authenticity. Yeah. Make sure you're not putting maybe what you think is your best, most attractive photo to where you're going to lead someone to think that they're not, you know, it's different in person. Or make someone else. Start. Make someone else choose it. Give, like, give your friends a few options and be like, yeah. which one should I put? Yeah, which shows my personality. Because your good side might not really be your good side. It yeah. might be your good side to you, but not to everyone else. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's a hard world. But we live in an online world. So... They, these services are for purchase, um, a la carte, or you can get an entire package for $1,800. Yeah. That, when I saw that number, I was very shocked. It's high. But if you look at the individual things included, it's a pretty good deal. Hair and makeup, dating advice, plus styling and photography sessions and doing your profile. But again, you can do them a la carte. Um, but this is a way to just knock it all out and you know, what, what do you invest in really finding a successful match? That could be the, the key 1800 bucks and you've find the yeah. one. I mean, people pay for individual matchmakers. It's true. Yeah. I mean, if you're busy day to day, like you just don't have time for it, get someone else to do it. So this is currently only available in Austin. They're hoping to expand to some surrounding cities later. Let us know what you think about it. I'm interested. You know, which which services would you want a la carte or the whole package? It'd be a fun thing to explore. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there as we're talking about online dating. Oh, yeah. Well, you've said it all, Brooke. We appreciate you coming in. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's podcast. Um, remember to subscribe on iTunes, wherever you're tuning in. We'd love a five-star rating and be sure to check out Swoovy. Download that app, um, S W O O V Y. Follow them on Instagram. Is that a good spot? Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook. You know what I don't like about Instagram is we can't put links and detail on there. So Facebook is really great for a lot of our event detail. So type in Swoovy to Facebook on Instagram. They're at get Swoovy. Uh, be sure to follow us on at what's brewing ATX and we will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>